it's become more strategically needed these days than ever before. Before it was, you know, you needed learning, you know, you needed to train up and scale up individuals, but it was this um, this process that happened in in a in a separate place, right? Whereas now, what's happening is people are starting to realize that I really do need to upskill. The industry is moving really quickly. Individuals are are learning faster and faster. Technology is getting quicker and quicker. Uh, we need to upskill our individuals um, in order to stay relevant. Not only do we need to upskill individuals, but we need the learning that can help individuals upskill. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR podcast. I think by now, probably all of you know how passionate I am about all things learning. And especially because to design learning programs, if we work in HR, to design learning programs for others, we need to be in a constant process of learning ourselves, not just about skills, but about learning how to be able to be good at learning and designing learning programs and learning experiences for the people who work in our organizations. So this is a, I'm very passionate about this topic. I'm, you know, this is a very powerful topic these days for, uh, for any organization. When you look at some of the things that uh, are really concerning for business leaders, they always uh, say that the upskilling, the reskilling, and just having the right skills for the things that are happening now and that will continue to happen down the road into the future uh, is one of the top concerns that these business leaders have. So anyway, learning is has become an incredible uh, strategic priority for organizations. So we're going to have a conversation today about learning with somebody who is a human-centered leader and has this philosophy around learning, performing, and growing. She's been in the space for more than 15 years, uh, leading the way on developing, implementing, and scaling uh, all things around the people function, and especially around all things that pertain to the world of learning. So, Kay, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Well, thank you. Thanks well, for that great intro. <laughs> thank, well, thank you so much for, for joining me. And, uh, you know, I, I think this conversation is, um, it's becoming much more important than it ever was. And we know that the rate of sort of the shelf life of technical skills is decreasing, you know, now by the, by the month, you know, and um, we know how, how important the human skills have become for the workplace. So this creates an incredible sort of mix for HR to you know, sort of like, you know, dive right into and redesign and rethink learning. So let me begin by asking you this, what has changed over the past few years? And particularly what has changed in the past year and a half since the pandemic started when it comes to the learning space? Yeah, so it's, it's, and I agree with you, it's become more strategically needed these days than ever before. Before it was, you know, you needed learning, you know, you needed to train up and scale up individuals, but it was this, um, this process that happened in, in a, in a separate place, right? Whereas now what's happening is people are starting to realize that I really do need to upskill. The industry is moving really quickly. 
individuals are, are learning faster and faster, technology is getting quicker and quicker, uh, we need to upskill our individuals um, in order to stay relevant. Not only do we need to upskill individuals, but we need the learning that can help individuals upskill. And even that's changed, right? Because we've gone from, you know, classroom learning to e-learning to now what is it that we're trying to design and it's learning experiences that will be able to give you an outcome or a performance within your organization and drive drive performance so ultimately i think what has happened is it's a combination of all kinds of things in the learning experience it is face-to-face -face, zoom it is collaborating with teams it's on the job training it's e-learning it's quick bites it's anything and everything that will speed the learning for an individual so they can be effective yeah yeah no ab absolutely and you know, I, 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 want, I want to say this, when, when we look at the learning budgets for most organizations and you calculate the sort of the per capita, right, the per, in, per uh, employee budget, it goes down to something along the lines of like $1,000, which is basically, you know, paying for the coffee in a two-day, uh, you know, uh, training, right, in a two-day program. So that that's nothing. And that creates an important challenge from the budget perspective, from the time perspective, because the skills, to learn the skills that the organizations need today, $1,000 is, is absolutely not enough. It's actually a ridiculous amount of money. But then on the flip side of that, you find this other reality, which is people are working, but they also now are enjoying much more than ever before a different craft, something besides work. So what I think is, how do we combine the needs for the organization to upskill and reskill their people, knowing that they don't have enough time or resources to provide those opportunities to people with the idea that now people are learning by themselves outside of work, something that they are passionate about. So how do we combine these things into something that makes a strategic sense for the organization? And you've hit it right on the name. It's perfect. Um, and that's why it's really in the last year or so, as we've been developing our skills, platform and taking that strategy, it has been how much of the learning does an individual do outside of the stru structured plans that we have. And we know that individuals are not learning um, only what we're trying to teach them. They are actually going outside and learning in other places on the web, on Google, LinkedIn. I mean, wherever you want, they're learning elsewhere. So now it's becoming more important to what skills do we require in order to develop into the future and making those skills known then allowing individuals to determine whether they want to learn those skills and also pinpointing who are the individuals that may have the strengths to build those particular items once we actually give individuals or empower individuals to make those decisions on their own and actually bring those skills to an organization we benefit so they're going to go learn anyway so let's empower them to go do that right let's put the money where it's worth it's you said a thousand dollars so why aren't we looking at things like subscriptions or why are we spending it on tuition why aren't we we getting these one-stop places where individuals are learning on a continuous basis so that they can bring those skills within to the organization yeah. and have them pinpoint these this is something new i learned right yeah. um and put it out there so that we can say that person went and learned something new how do we give them an opportunity to be involved in a new project or something different yeah yeah, I, I, you know, I love that. And, and, and to be honest, I think it's one of the areas 
that I love the most about the future opportunities for HR, because, you know, it's like, I think there are some, some spaces in life where you can innovate, but there's, there's perhaps not that much evidence of everywhere you, where you can innovate, but in the space of learning, it's like, there's like a hundred percent ripe for innovation everywhere, right? You know, it's it's like yeah, there are so many opportunities. Right. And I was reading recently, Kay, you know, this this data showing that people spend about three hours on social media every day. And some of that is wasted time just looking at what other people are doing and, you know, posting stuff. But some other things are just looking at videos of, you know, some people cooking, some other people like doing crafts, crafty stuff. So, but they are, you know, somehow by just by the force of nature, we learned that somebody's creating a video and the video is a five minute video on how to cook something. And that's how people learn today. They don't want to go through a program that lasts a week and it's 10 hours per day. No, they, those five minutes are more valuable than that weekly program that was designed before, right? So <laughs> 100% and even connecting with people. So, I mean, we spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and other social networks too. And I'll use an example recently in the last week where someone posted about a mentoring program and just so such an innovative idea and I was like wow you know how do I connect with you because I haven't thought about that and I want to know how does this work how does this work for your business and how do that then I implement it into my business so it's it's not only even just the videos that we watch it is posts that people post out and being curious about what and how that can develop either your area of the business or me as an individual so that curiosity is is um is actually poked and delivered by social media and we take advantage of it, which is great. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the, the one thing that um, that I would love to see more of is organizations, like you explained before, taking advantage of the fact that people are learning every day from different means in crafts that may seemingly, you know, they, they probably don't have anything to do with the work they do at, in their jobs. Uh, in their companies, but they are learning something else. So I, I, I continue to think that organizations have to reframe the, the nature of work, the way people collaborate with each other, how how they can move quickly from one project to another where you can say, hey, Kay, you know, I noticed that you are learning, you know, arts, artsy stuff. And we need a creative person to help us design this one thing and this other thing. They don't need, they, they don't even need to invest any extra money in your learning because you are already bringing those skills back into the, uh, into work. So I, I just hope I, and wish that organizations would see this as a, as, as an opportunity like it is. And, and we are, right? Um, if you're starting to look at skill development and um, the platforms that are out there, that's exactly what they're doing. They're building communities yeah. um, and building communi- communities around things that individuals are interested in in groups and sharing that information. I think that's the other big thing is that individuals need to share the knowledge that they gain. Yeah. Before, you used to get a blog or you used to get something in your email and only you knew about it. Whereas yeah. now... These days with skill platforms or LinkedIn or whatever, you may share that with a community and everyone learns. Yeah. And that is that is key. Uh, that's how we learn. We learn from other individuals too and, and t- their take and their opinion on it. So how do you and your organization develop those communities? And there's technology for it. There's always technology for that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So I know a lot of individuals are thinking, well, 
the pandemic, we don't have the face-to-face -face, um, interactions anymore. No, you don't. And we'll get there eventually, right? But there's a lot of technology that will allow us to collaborate yeah. and will allow us to share information um, the way that we used to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, and again, I think the opportunities are uh, unfathomable. You know, they, you know, we, we, it's just, there's so much that we can do better, differently to generate more value for the organization, for the people, for ourselves. Okay, as we are getting closer to wrapping up this conversation, I want to ask you one more question. We've been talking yeah. about a lot of stuff that is innovative, that is cool. In my view, it's pretty cool to be in this space right now. <laughs> um, but it's complex because it requires letting go of the old ways, knowing that we're going to be, our performance will be assessed on a different manner and not as with metrics that never worked in the past. And now we have the science to show that they don't work. So because of the complexity of how we have to uh, think about this, if there was one first step that you would recommend HR professionals, HR leaders, for them to think differently about learning, what would that first step be for them? I think it's um, acknowledging that there's a different world that we have been living in and grabbing that and taking it and running with it because it changes so quickly. Um, and if we're not in touch with these changes, um, then we lose out. So how do we stay connected to what is really happening? And then the next step is then how do we apply it? Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, change is hard. Um, and, but the future is so bright. So how do we take what we used to know and bring it into the future and then bring everyone along with you? Because it's not only you as an HR individual that needs to come to the realization that there's these new ways of doing things, but there are businesses and people within your business that need to follow the same mind frame. And who are those individuals that are your drivers and your change agents that are going to push it through within your organization and make things um, better yeah yeah absolutely i i love that and um yeah it's i, th I think the, the, like you said before the future is bright we we have an incredible opportunity to do things better different um and i'm hoping that we you know seize that opportunity and we we don't let it go so um Kate, I agree. Thank, thank you so much for spending this time with me in this conversation mm -hmm. and sharing your insights and recommendations with the community thank you so much no problem. Thanks so much. Have a great Thank day. You. Thank you too. Thank you, everybody. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Hacking HR Podcast. I will see you all soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.